Yoko and Keisuke were hiding in an abandoned building. Like many Japanese children, they had been evacuated from war-torn Tokyo and brought to the countryside. They were hungry. But Yoko was less distressed about her empty stomach than about her usually upbeat younger brother's listlessness. Let's create a menu, okay? She said. Think of the dinner you want to eat. After some prodding, he offered, I want ice cream. But that's a dessert, she said. We should start with soup, of course. Yoko goaded him some more, and together, lying on their backs and looking up at the ceiling, they created fantasy menus as though ideas alone could feed them. Through a crack in the roof, Yoko caught a glimpse of the blue sky, and at that moment, she felt certain that everything would be all right. It wouldn't be the last time the sky would provide comfort, and imagination would seem to have the power to save her life. Normally, Yoko Ono was not a child who seemed in need of saving. Her family was wealthy and powerful, and her lineage included scholars, warriors, and rulers. But she never would have been born if Eisuke Ono and Isoko Yasuda hadn't done something unusual for Japanese people in the early 1930s. They married for love. Yoko's father, Eisuke, came from a long line of scholarly samurai warriors. He could even claim to be the descendant of a 9th century emperor. Eisuke's father was a Tokyo banker who, like Eisuke's mother, valued education. Their son earned advanced degrees in economics and math at Tokyo University. Eisuke's true passion, however, was music. He was moved by Bach, Beethoven, Brahms, and some of the other composers of Europe, not the Eastern musicians he had grown up listening to. Eisuke embarked on a professional career as a pianist. He was a favorite performer at social events in Karaizawa, a village in the mountains a hundred miles north of Tokyo, where his family, well-off but certainly not rich, had a summer home. Given Eisuke's good looks, smarts, and obvious talent, it was no wonder that young women considered him a catch. Around Karuizawa, Isoko Yasuda was impossible to miss. She was exceptionally beautiful, fashionable, and wealthy. Her paternal grandfather, Zenjiro Yasuda, had been the founder of the prominent Yasuda Bank. Zenjiro was succeeded as head of the bank by Isoko's father, Zenzaburo. Practically everybody in Japan had heard of the Yasudas. Isoko could have married just about anyone she wanted to. After Isoko and Eisuke began a romance, Eisuke's dream of furthering his musical career began to fall apart. Isoko had grown up like a princess in an extravagant household with 30-odd servants. She was chauffeured around in a private car and rewarded with diamonds just for getting good grades. Her parents didn't approve of their daughter, whose assets far exceeded Eisuke's, marrying a musician. It didn't help that he, 
like a small minority of Japanese, was Christian. The Yasudas were Buddhist. In Japan, as in the West at that time, a married man was seen as a provider for the household, and a musical career didn't guarantee a good income. But in the end, it wasn't Isoko's parents who convinced Eisuke to give up his musical ambitions. After his father died, Eisuke learned from his will that he wanted his son to stop playing the piano and follow in his footsteps by becoming a banker. Eisuke agreed, reluctantly, to give up music to honor his dead father's wishes and to please the parents of the woman he loved.